You're tuned in to a special collab episode of Dear Auntie, I'm Wiped Up, Now What? I'm your girl, Coriel. And I am TK, and we're here with Marriage for Millennial Wives, marriage wisdom that is. And I'm Carm, and as always, the aunties are bringing you amazing advice and insight every single week. Every single week. So whether you are a fan of Dear Auntie or Wifed Up Now What, or maybe you be tuning in to Girl Stop Playing, we are going to give y'all a mix of everything that you love. So first up... We're going to get into some auntie tea time. Yeah, of course. Ooh. Like, that's the best part Let's of this whole it. situation. So, I have a question for you all. Okay. Mm. What do you bring to the table? Uh-oh. Carmen, I should have warned you, TK. Karma's good for these surprise. <laughs> that was kind of deep. What do you bring to the table as a wife? Wow. Oh, as a wife. Yeah, just like, what do you bring to the table? Because today's conversation, we're going to get into uh, marriage, the first year of marriage, yeah. what it's like being a wife. So mm-hmm. what do you bring to the table? We'll start with you, Ka. Thank Ooh, you. with me. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's my name. Um, I would say I bring calm. Mm. You know, the men out here saying they want peace. I think I do bring peace to my home, to my husband and my children. Um, How do you do that? Like, give me some advice. So I am naturally a very easygoing, like, laid back. I go with the flow. I don't need all the detail. I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra. Yeah, so it comes natural. So Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything. I'm just a naturally go along to get along. I'm not going to cause a fuss type of person. Okay, that's what's up. I'm going to take some notes. No, that's so big. What about you? I feel like every husband's answer would be they need peace. Uh Uh-huh. So you just say you're every man's Don't ask him, though. We'll see. But are they they bringing peace? Well, that's the whole thing. Are the men bringing peace? Are they providing the environment? Hello. We can't get into it, honey, but I'm going to let you yeah. answer the question first. Um, the first thing that came to mind was for sure a nurturer. I okay. definitely encourage growth with anyone that I'm attached to, but for sure my husband, I would definitely say that he could say as well that he has grown mm-hmm. since being with me. And uh, a very practical way that I have been doing that is honestly my words. Mm-hmm. So my husband is a real big words of affirmation guy. Like, I don't have to do anything but just call him daddy. You are great. You're about to do this. <laughs> oh my gosh, did you do that? That right. is amazing. So honestly, just pouring into him like putting putting all my energy into like the 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 wisdom behind my words my body language when i'm mm. saying it all of that so yeah i would definitely say a, a nurturer for sure okay encouraging growth so for me i'll say i think i bring joy okay. i think i bring joy to the situation i'm a fun person i like to do stuff i like to explore new things and i feel like sometimes men aren't really into that like they're focused yeah. on their work mm-hmm. and like providing and all of that good stuff. So I'm like, okay, babe, we're about to take a trip to the beach. Yeah. Relax, you know, take off, you know, that kind of thing. So that's the that's the vibe I bring. But the reason hmm. I asked that question. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> it's a trick. It's, it's a, a trick, trick question. It's oh, trick. okay. All right. So there's a post that's floating <laughs> around social media. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But essentially, it talks about a man buying his wife an engagement ring. Hmm. Um, and it was $35,000. Okay. And so somebody looked at the wife and said, for that investment, what does the man get in return? And essentially, this person who made this post said, you need to stop asking women what they bring to the table. Hmm. Because if you don't know the value of a wife, you don't deserve one. 
And essentially, the second you begin to try to quantify a person's value, you're no different than a slave master assigning a price tag to a slave. So this person is advising you, ladies out there, to stop answering the what do you bring to the table question. Oh, so we weren't supposed to answer that. What do y'all think about that? (laughs) What do y'all think about that? Are we supposed to just stop answering that question? I disagree with the post. Okay. And the reason I disagree, I I think that that feeds into the woman is the prize yeah. and the men are just ain't shit. Right. They should be happy to have a woman right. kind of theory sure. of like, uh-huh. don't even question what I bring. I mean, no. I sure. think that is a toxic that girl. mentality. Yeah, yes. I think that's toxic. That's yes. Okay. Mentality. What about you? Yeah, it makes me even think about when, when, when women are talking about what they desire out of a man, it's like, 40 things on the list and then it's like what do you bring and it's like well I'm cute I can submit and half the time they ain't doing that either (laughs) I can follow (laughs) and all of those things I think it actually challenges us to think like what do I bring outside Mm -hmm. of having a vagina and being a woman what do I actually bring what qualities do I have and I think even for me answering that type of question makes me think about what I don't have like what what is lacking what is missing because my mind quickly wants to think about what is the right answer oh I submit and I say yes and I cook it's like but do you and sometimes mm. it's not even true what we it's what sometimes true. what we think about ourselves yes. might not even really be That's the reality don't ask him, sure. yeah. know what his answer <laughs> might be <laughs> so good job ladies you kind of sort of passed but not really <laughs> not really um, okay anywho let's get into some tea time so I saw something online and it went viral where a young lady wore a wedding dress a white dress to somebody's wedding She's a guest wore a white dress to a wedding. That's correct. A guest. And everybody was getting it on film. And she was like on the dance floor having the time of her life. And the bridesmaids and everything were like in the corner, like me mugging her, like, I can't believe you're still here. So if that happened to you all, what would you do? Would she have even made it to the dance floor at your wedding? The bridesmaids didn't turn into the bride gang. Yes. (laughs) What? Because for me, why did she make it that far? She wouldn't have stayed there. Not at all. At all. When you talk about wedding etiquette, that's just, to me, that's just incredible. And I think we have a video of it, and I think it's going to play later um, on. No, it's going to play right now. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Did you guys think that was the bride? It wasn't. That was the bitch that wore a wedding dress to somebody else's wedding. (laughs) And she's still here on the dance floor with that dress. And yeah, so that's that. So that's our bride. That's the bride. (laughs) And that's not the bride over there. And she still has no clue, like no clue. The bride's like, wait, what? For everybody that thinks it's okay, shame on you. It's not okay. Okay, maybe at your wedding or whatever you did, you had people wear white dresses. Well, good for you. But proper etiquette, look it up. You do not wear white. Girls don't wear white. They just do not at another person's wedding unless it is a white wedding. That's totally different. If you say we want everyone to wear white or the bridesmaids wearing white, obviously that's okay. But you should not show up to somebody else's wedding wearing a white dress, specifically that type of wedding dress. It's, it's unbelievable. 
Okay. Anyway. Okay, so then the, we come back. Okay. Y'all get the point. But I just thought that was insane, and I had to share that. Yeah. That's, like, crazy. How many of y'all was <laughs> no longer surprised when you saw it was a <laughs> white woman? She was not a, she was not a colored yeah. person. Yeah. A black, a, we don't play that. Yeah. yeah. So it would have just never happened. Would have yeah, never the, happened. The bride wouldn't, I wouldn't even got to see that. <laughs> Before my sister's cousins and all that would have been, like, got escorted who's out. Who, who is this? Period. And was that her friend? I don't know who it was, but anywho. Hopefully it was a stranger. Just don't do that. It's tacky. Please avoid wearing white and similar wedding dresses. Nothing in the white family. Okay. So moving right along. Another scenario that was online. A man proposed to his fiance, now fiance, Mm -hmm. and he gave her an option of different rings Mm -hmm. to choose from. About five or so rings to choose from. I think I have a photo where you guys can see it, and I think it's going to go up on the screen too. But Check this out, ladies. I mean, are we here for it? A whole bunch of rings to choose from. What are thoughts on that? Do you think that's doing too much? Hell no. (laughs) What? (laughs) For your woman, for the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with? What? what, I think doing too much is a gender reveal with a helicopter. I think that is... This is perfect. That is you doing for your... You're doing what is in your... With your I guess if you can afford it. Exactly. If you can afford it. And no telling what type of wife that is. She might have set that bar so high, like, baby, I need the oval. I need them all. I need need, options. Yeah, the the gold, silver, like, let me see all of them. And that's such a heavy decision. Like, not necessarily a lifelong, like, you got to keep the same ring for the rest of your life, but that is such a monumental moment that if I'm so indecisive, if I had to make that decision, I would probably get some options too. I was so proud of my baby for right? picking out my ring, did and good. I didn't have anything to do with it. So if if it wasn't I didn't either. good, yeah. though, yeah. What about if it wasn't good? Mm. I I have a friend who that happened to. But what is it? What, what is not good? Are we talking about size or styles? No. What if it was? Like, Kendrick was deciding. He showed me the other ring he was deciding between. And yeah. the other ring was not my style. I probably mm. would have liked it, but it was yeah. like a yeah. big oval. And that's okay. just not my yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Yeah. So not that anything's wrong with it, but if it's not your... Yeah. I guess yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I was just like, don't bring nothing too small. Like, uh-huh. don't, don't so mess me. But what if it was small? What if it was mm. small? I don't think it would have been. I think that I set that bar enough. Like, don't even come here Work with... Up, like, that. what is small, too? Because if it's <laughs> right. like... You know, like, if you got a really zoom in because I didn't need a fat ring but it's like okay care a little bit you want somebody to look at your hand and be like a nigga okay. love her yeah right. somebody love her. her yeah For like somebody sure. taking care of her cause it can be so small it's yeah. like it's giving promise ring it's Are giving purity yeah. abstinence yeah. like is this wedding like <laughs> what's happening yeah we I need we you adults? to see this and be like oh she's very sure married, married. Yeah. yeah okay yeah. well I have a friend who that happened to and okay. she ended up getting her ring upgraded later on in the marriage okay. but in the beginning it was very small. Okay. It was a small ring. Oof. I was going to say, so so I don't sound so vain. Mm-hmm. It also depends on where you're at. So right. had my husband been in a different financial situation, then for sure, let I don't care. Yeah. Walmart, I mean, shoot, I lost my ring and was wearing a Walmart ring. Because is it about the ring? Of course not. No, but, definitely not. <laughs> but, <laughs> however... <laughs> The ring is it's important. Honest. It's important. <laughs> yeah. It's important. It's if the, we're being honest. Okay. It is yeah. I love honesty. All and right. you don't want to explain. You know, you're so excited yeah. when you get engaged right. that you just want to be showing everybody. And if you are like embarrassed, that, that just ruins you, your vibe. Yeah, you're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, Oh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. They're gonna be like, Congratulations, you're gonna hold your hand down. You're gonna be like, Well, just later. Later. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna upgrade. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> No, fellas, don't, don't do your girl like that. Um, 
Next up, do you all know Dr. Boyce Watkins? We, I do. Mm-mm. I do. Okay, so he's known for talking about all things sociopolitical online. Mm-hmm. He's kind of controversial for some, some not. Um, pro-black. And so he made a post the other day that got a lot of feedback and a lot of traction. And I want to read it, and I think it's, it's going to go up, up on yeah, it's going to go up on the screen. Um, he tweeted this confession. When I was a 46-year-old single millionaire with okay. a PhD, I could have had nearly any woman I wanted. I chose to marry a woman in her 40s because I didn't want to marry because I didn't want to marry an idiot or a child. Strategic men don't just pick women based on what they look like. And then he puts a picture of him and his wife. So some folks were saying that's kind of like a backhanded comment about your wife. When you are basically saying, I'm not picking you based on what you look like. Now, we've all seen this before where husbands come out and they like basically embarrass their their wives in, you know, Instagram posts or whatever <laughs> when they're apologizing and saying, you know, she been with me for Told 10 years <laughs> and I dragged her through the mud. I cheated on her, had a side baby and stole her credit card information. But thank God she still me. Yeah. She's such yeah. a good wife. A I got me a writer. Yeah. Not a compliment. Not at all. Mm, that's not impressive. Yeah, I am no. not impressed. No. Yeah, so not feeling that. At all. No. What? Yeah. And so those are my thoughts. I just feel like when you're married to someone, you have to be very careful about the things you post online. For sure. Because people can come back and clown your wife or your husband. And yeah. in that moment, you might be feeling whatever it is that you're saying. But, mm. you know, you look back on it and like, damn, I shouldn't have. But even having a platform, the the size that he has, I feel like any just a post that said "I love you, baby" is gonna get some good and some bad comments on it. For sure. So to give people something to talk about, that post was full of ways to come back and insult my wife. Exactly. That's what people did. They insulted the wife, and they and the tone was also in the comments that he was insulting his wife. So it was just. Right. So keep it cute, not Dr. Boyce. And last but not least, I know you guys have been dying to talk about this scenario. I know I have. I couldn't wait to get on this chair in this chair and talk about this. Will and Jada. She could Let's talk about it. She actually like could not chomping wait. at the bit. Um, I have so much to say about it, but I want to know you all's thoughts well, first. Well, TK grunted or so, something, so what do you think, yeah. TK? Yeah, I think that um, one thing that I just don't like about con- or social media in general is, mm-hmm. like, giving foolishness the platform mm-hmm. to influence people negatively. And I think one of the things, first and foremost, y'all know that Will and Jada was everyone's Goals. Goals. Relationship goals. Relationship, relationship goals. goals. Like, oh, they're so sweet. They're working it out. And I mean, to be honest, I think anybody knew that this was coming. But mm-hmm. I feel like now it's kind of... Okay, let me say something that most people probably will be upset that I'm saying. The whole movement of women doing what they want to do within a marriage, outside of the marriage. Like, I've seen videos of women like, if you cheat, just be prepared for me to have a side too. Like, mm. be be prepared for that. So I feel like she's kind of like the mature version of, like, the Sukiyanas and the... Ooh, um, ooh. Wait ratchet. a minute. The, 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 ratchet? I do. I think, I think she is the mature version of that. Like, I'm going to go... This is what you grow up into? Yeah, like, this is like... Okay. This is the grown version of Sukiyana so and So 10 years Red. later, Sukiyana is going to be... This is that. Because it's like, you know, people think that they're mature because they can speak a, a lot of spiritual mm-hmm. things. Like, I've went through this spiritual journey and I've done this... And I've done that and and maybe she has but I think evidence shows that both were probably incredibly selfish Mm -hmm. both of them focused on 
changing one another. We all see that this never works. And so I think that she just got tired of trying to change him. And so now it's like this, in my opinion, this like fake liberation and hmm. this fake evolvement or evolving okay. and all of that. So all right, fake, fake liberation. All right. I, what mean, you got I know to this say, is wrong opinion. I am just disappointed in Will and Jada. I'm not going to lie. They were definitely, like, if you asked me, mm-hmm. not even that they were relationship goals, because mm. I don't believe in emulating anyone's relationship. Right. That but can take you down the wrong path. I appreciated them being, like, the the example of black Hollywood, at least. For sure. Yeah. You know, of, yeah. you know, black love. So I was definitely disappointed. I've been disappointed since the August Alcina, uh what, what was that it? That was strange. What entanglement? Was the entanglement. Yeah. Since the entanglement. Yeah. I've been disappointed since the entanglement. I was surprised that they've been separated for this long. Mm. Um, yeah. But I would be embarrassed if I was Will. <laughs> well, hey. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. A lot of people are saying that Will is embarrassed or that Jada is embarrassing Will and that kind of thing. But I got a whole different we know. perspective about <laughs> we know. the situation. Bring it, bring it around. <clears throat> so what I have to say about it is kind of like what you said, is that I feel like both of them are up to shenanigans. Yeah. And I feel like both of them have their positives and, t- positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. And that the reaction to Jada sharing her story to me feels like overkill. Mm. It feels like people are attacking her for sharing her truth, and I just kind of don't understand that, especially since Will wrote a whole memoir. He did. Whatever year that was, maybe two or three years ago. He did the same thing. And said the exact same stuff that she's saying, but she's just saying it now. Yeah. And so to me, they both have an understanding Mm -hmm. about what it is that they're doing, and I think we're more embarrassed for Will than he is for himself. <laughs> Clearly, because he's getting some of these uh, okay these uh, coins, coins the, uh, from these book coins. Okay, yeah. And I think it's okay for marriages to look different for people. Mm. I feel like it's okay for people to do what works for them. And to me, it seems like whatever it is that they're doing works for both of them. Does it though? That's what I was gonna ask. Is it working? Is it working? If they're this still is in it, but. See that that that's like are you do you get credit for suffering for as long as you can? Mm. Like is that a prize? Did you win mm. something for sticking it out and yeah. suffering? So one yeah. of the things to your point, one of the things that really did kind of rub me the wrong way about their relationship or what they've shared with us cuz to we be clear, know. we, don't, we know. don't know these people's actual relationship. Not at mm-hmm. all. But what they have shared so far was that they are never going to get a divorce. They said they would never get a divorce. And I don't think that kind of thought process is a healthy thought process. I feel like yeah. I'm one of those people that feels like divorces are there for a reason. Divorce and is an option for d- you. D- it is. Whew. If that's a next, this is deep. Yeah, Look, right. That's because, a topic within the whole episode yeah, because, right there. Because if you are unhappy and you're suffering, mm-hmm. to your point, why would I stay in a marriage where I'm suffering? Why would I live a life where I'm suffering and I'm unhappy? Mm-hmm. That doesn't to me that doesn't serve anyone or anything. Um, so anyway, I have one little clip I want to play, <laughs> and then we can move on because you know Auntie can talk and talk and talk. <laughs> but and I think it's gonna go up. Hopefully, it plays. I really wanted to play. Ability to make me happy, and it's her responsibility to make her happy, and then we're gonna come together and build on that happiness. Will Smith is continuing to get candid about his marriage to Jada Pinkett Smith. The 53-year-old actor is featured in a new cover story for GQ and discusses the revelations in his upcoming memoir titled Will. 
The Philadelphia native reveals that Jada was not the only one engaging in other relationships outside of their marriage. He explains, quote, we have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way and marriage for us can't be a prison and I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody, but the experiences and the freedoms that we've given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. Anything that I need to make myself happy, I will present that to my wife that I need that to be happy. Divorce is not an option. We're going to be together. So we're going to figure out how to be happy. The Independence Day star also touches on his fantasies involving other women and candidly discusses working with an intimacy coach. Will's greatest desire in the world? To have a harem of girlfriends. Specifically, Will names Misty Copeland and Halle Berry and says his intimacy coach even worked on... So, in uh, the clip is a lot longer, but... The point I was trying to make is that he's talked openly and widely yeah. on a consistent basis about their relationship. And I just feel like, again, the backlash that Jada's getting, and I feel a little bit of misogyny in the mix. Y'all know how I how I think. I feel like because she's a black woman, she's getting a lot more pushback than Will got because he's the man in the relationship. So now it's being viewed as she's emasculating him. But when he was doing it, it was viewed as... Oh, he's just Tell telling his truth. truth. Yeah. I think that so much has happened between like between the time he released his book and mm -hmm. now because the entanglement happened since then, Red Table Talk happened since then. Jada is in the limelight, yeah. you know, so to speak. I don't feel like Will Smith was popping at that time. Like nobody yeah. was paying attention to him. So <laughs> he, I mean, I don't mean it like I that, mean, but Will, he's always been in the mix. No, yeah. he's always in the mix, but yeah. I don't remember hearing about that book the I way did not we're know. hearing about Jada. Yeah. I, so I yeah. don't think it was and the climate was different. Social media wasn't, you know, it was just a yeah. different time. I just think people don't like Jada. But anyway, let's keep and it the moving. Slap, and the famous I'm, slap has happened. So that's... A it, lot has happened. And, yeah. And I, I do think that a lot of people don't like her, but I also think that people are really excited to hate women, too. Like, I think that people Come are on, really, sis. really, like, ready to yeah. point at something that a woman is saying. Uh -huh. And it's also because of the culture we're in, though. Mm -hmm. Like, women have, like, the bar has dropped so significantly low for women that people are just expecting the next woman to come out if she's telling her truth or not it's about to be some foolishness because i didn't see that backlash for, for britney spears um of new release not. of her telling all her business well i think the difference with britney i don't think and you know i'm very black black black, black. But i don't I, think it's i black. love britney i don't think it's black no i love britney too but i think because of like the conservatorship because we mm, feel like britney that's... is a prisoner we want to know what the hell no, is going true. on we view her as so, a victim yeah for britney sure. is a victim for okay. sure and we want to know like what was your experience so i think it's just that's a, a big different part. that's a big part yeah. because if you do come off as strong and you're Broken or not, if you're strong, it's like, um, you better what you pray. About? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, you talking about? Yep. You can't be weak. You don't have a right to you didn't feel go through how nothing. You feel because matter of fact, you emasculated him. It's like, well, he beat me up. Yeah, like, how am I? You know, how am it, I emasculated him? We're not him? saying by any means he no, beat me no, no, up. No, 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 not at all. What we're saying is yeah. that I feel like both of them have done things. He admitted in his book, and we can move on after this, but he admitted in his book that he was incredibly selfish, mm. that he was borderline narcissistic, mm -hmm. that he was basically trying to mold her into who he wanted her to be. Okay, he said that on the red table. Yeah, yeah, he, he said that he consistently. Did. So, I mean, I think we can't discount that part of the, the story is all I'm saying. To be honest, this is my last point. To be honest, <laughs> I really, like, even thinking about it even more, I really don't feel like this is super grand news. Yeah. I feel like almost every marriage, 
a majority are trying to change something about their spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of them go in. And it usually fails, like you said. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And instead of doing what Will yeah. and Jada do, which is they've been separated for years, people just leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's the only difference. Like, it's really actually not as abnormal as we're making it seem. No, they're Come both on now. We know a bunch of aunties and uncles that have been separated and living what? the same kind of way for years, yes. but they just didn't want to get a divorce well, because it was shameful. so much co-mingling and so many businesses and so many things yes. that it, for their children it wouldn't even make sense exactly. for them to try to split things up. Sure. So I feel like for, sure. for legacy reasons. Business decisions. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense. For okay. sure. So I'm gonna be quiet. What y'all got? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Girl, I feel like we already did these reactions. No, okay. Good. So social media streets full of craziness as always. There is a clip that y'all are about to see where a non-black woman hmm. shares her opinion. Her husband asks her if she would ever cheat. So we're gonna play hmm. the clip and I am curious to hear y'all's thoughts. So here it is. Could you? ever cheat on me? Absolutely. That's why I don't make dumb decisions like talking to guys one-on-one or hanging out in like compromising situations. Because I'm a human being, you're a human being, and I, I'm sorry, babe, I don't know if this is hard for you to, to hear, but everybody is absolutely capable of infidelity in the right slash wrong circumstances. Oh, okay. That's why boundaries are so important. You're never going to see me in a situation, even if people think I might be too strict. I don't care because I'm not taking that chance. Amen. I'm not putting myself in a position to even be close to a position to potentially fall to temptation. I'm going to keep it 100 because anyone is capable of cheating, but I will not be cheating on you. Excellent. I love that. I love you. So... Would you cheat? Absolutely. Right. I'm like, baby, you could have slowed that answer down. I mean, I, this is a classic case of being too honest with your partner. I mean, I do think there's a such thing is as being such too... A thing? Absolutely. Ooh. Certain things you... I, Another episode. It's, it's way too transparent. And there are certain things that men just can't handle you saying to them. And I think this is one of them. Vice versa. I would be broken if my husband says, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> Leave me alone so for two seconds. It's the, it's the absolutely and and then the what sounded like I don't trust myself around men. Yeah, that's exactly because what it I might like. accidentally take my panties yeah, off. I might like, accidentally slip up onto a pain. Slip on, yeah, slip on. I might accidentally slip onto something. Oh my, that was Man. ridiculous. That was a very non-black. <laughs> answer. I mean, she should have never said that. I can't believe. Hopefully, um, she learned her lesson now that it went viral. I don't think she learned her lesson. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. You're not allowed to say that. I kind of uh, agree with her a little bit, in a way. Um, I think that it is a difficult truth for a lot of cheaters to admit that most most of the time when they started cheating it wasn't just like I met someone and I landed on them. Like, mm-hmm. there was something that was built over time. And so maybe she's just being super hyper transparent and saying I mean if I am continuously around someone for years and years and years like me and my husband always say that the enemy is ready to present an opportunity oh. it's like as soon as my husband <laughs> pissed day. me off and I go to gas station there it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a There's six foot three rich man trying to holler at me and <laughs> telling me I'm beautiful and Nandi ain't said that yeah, today yeah. you know and so I think maybe that's where she's coming from where she's like okay I'm I'm just not gonna put myself in situations to where I don't think it's gonna be as fast as that video makes a scene but to where I can grow an emotional connection with someone Mm -hmm. over time and then that one day that I'm pissed off and we've been mad at each other for a very long time this man comes in so do you think that anybody could be a cheater like, do you For think? Sure. It's, do you think cheating is like specific to a like certain a kind of personality, or can anybody be a cheater? No, I think anybody can get caught up. I think anybody yeah. can get caught up, get with the right type of person, yes. because mm-hmm. I believe that 
most people do not marry the right person. Ooh. Oh, so based on that belief, shake the table. Wait shake a minute, the table. Wait a minute. Based on that belief, mm-hmm. I believe if if someone who looks like the right person comes, comes along, along yeah. or someone who reminds you of the one who got away comes along, or someone who does the things that you wish your partner might have done comes along, anybody can get caught up in that. What I struggled to relate to in the video was the lack of self-control. I don't believe, I don't, I've never, even when I was single as hell, mm-hmm. I've never been the type that's like, I need him. You know, I don't walk in the room and it's like, oh yes, yeah. I want to do, that ain't, Me neither. I, I ain't even, that's yeah. not how I'm wired. So I don't think that I could just accidentally, you know, next, mm-hmm. what Definitely. did they say on all the shows? Um, and one thing led to another. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think that could be me. That yeah. could never be me. So I don't, okay. I can't relate. Well, usually that's how cheating happens. One thing does lead, lead to, to another. another. Yep. And now we in the bed. Y'all think it's that or y'all, do y'all not think it's a time built with someone? I think it could be either it's a or, mixture. though. Yeah. Because she, that lady cannot control every scenario. So no, if yeah. she works a job, what yeah. about if it's her manager yeah. that, her you know, boss. comes in and she has this connection with right. yeah. Then right. what do you do? Yeah. So that, to me, is the problem with that. It's no, like, sure. you can't. Ever? yourself. Like, ever? You, you can't, just can't be around no man She's ever. like, that's yeah. why I don't put myself in a situation. I'm telling you right absolutely. now, Bob. So, anyway. Yeah, no. My feelings would have been hurt. You got some My famous... husband did not ever answer like that. I mean, yeah, don't. listen. But not I'm not ever. asking that question in that way. And then, so, if if that's your answer, I'm definitely not hitting publish. What? Yeah. We're yeah. talking after this. Yeah, like, so. why would you ever be so comfortable to just talk I, to me like I that? I don't understand it myself, but it is what it is. He like yeah. it, we love it. Okay. Now, I do have a question, because you said something about emotional um, uh, infidelity. I forgot what you yeah. said, but you mm-hmm. said something like that. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So, and this is going to go up here somewhere, but Carrie Washington and her former co-star on Scandal. Oh, yeah. I feel like every time I see them on the red carpet Fitz. or, yeah, fits. Every time I see them on the red carpet, they're giving this energy. Hmm. Now, Carrie's married. Oh. Carrie's married. Okay. Yeah, so my question <laughs> is, speaking of putting yourselves in situations what? where... That like a situation, Yeah, baby. like, what do y'all think? Like, would you be comfortable if your partner... Girl. We talked about this. No actors, no entertainers. <laughs> I'm not... That would not be my partner. But is that something that comes along with having a partner that... Who is in the limelight. Who's in the industry. I don't, couldn't be me. So I've had to... I've actually been in these scenarios. Uh, definitely no emotional connections. Let me mm-hmm. Disclaimer that. But when I was doing Christian hip-hop, I was always the only female in the room. Mm. I was always the only female at any rap show, any concert yeah. opening up for that. And I've had to take pictures. And I did grow brotherly, yeah. sisterly type of situations. Um, so it can, it can look that way. But that's something that Namdi and I had to sit down and talk about. Like, hey... You will have to like be okay with like knowing I will be around men. I will be taking pictures with men. I do videos with them. There is a relationship there. So I do think that there's a certain level of like this is the lifestyle yeah. if you're an um, um, artist and mm-hmm. actress. Um, but I mean, the picture is kind of wild. I mean, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't never been like holding somebody's chest or like doing something crazy. I mean, the way that their relationship on yeah. the show, though, exactly. is giving exactly. off camera. Yeah, it's For giving sure. in it real just, life. It just moves sure. from off camera into yeah. real life. If That's I what it is. I was her husband, I would, not be okay. I would not be okay with that. Yeah. Not at all. That would make me uncomfortable. But we're just going to assume that they don't, there's nothing nefarious going on behind the scenes. But no. I'm just saying, if it were me and that was my wife, it would give me a little jolt to my system. Yeah, I just be embarrassed for people being so bold to embarrass their spouses. Yeah. Like, that's, that part. That's kind of the embarrassing because part. Because even if it's innocent, 
we're sitting here the talking look. about it right now. And yes. that's embarrassing to your husband. Yes. Because what? what the, it, there's, I think there's a scripture that says, don't let your good be evil spoken of. So mm. even if I have good intentions, if this is going to look crazy, mm. like I remember there was a time that I was at church and this dude came up to talk to me. And he like sat down on the floor at like my feet and was like super close to me. And obviously this is like my bro, but I'm like, this, Get your ass this is gonna look weird. <laughs> I was like, this really don't look so great. So I yeah. like ended up getting up and like scooting away a little bit. So I think it's just being super intentional about like you do got to be careful about how those interactions are important. For and sure. Yeah. You don't know if that other person's intentions is good either. Mm -hmm. They might actually got a little crushy crush on that you. Part. So you think it's innocent. What your husband think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of people who don't have husbands, let's talk about lesbians really quick. Okay. okay? Oh. So sure. there's a stat. Y'all like that segue? Did y'all like that? that Everybody cute. enjoyed it. Okay. So there another social media um, post that mm -hmm. I was very intrigued and kind of surprised by because we always hear the divorce statistics around black marriage specifically. Mm -hmm. But here it goes. I could not resist, so I had to look it up. From the Office of National Statistics, from a 2019 study, in ever-increasing numbers, we are now at a lesbian divorce rate of 72%. So the top four reasons that they are reporting getting divorced is feeling ignored, inequality in the partnership, adultery, and domestic violence. Personally, I feel like this lends some weight to men's arguments and complaints about how women are behaving in relationships. Because when you have lesbian statistic, lesbian divorce statistics that look like that, the girls are kind of telling on themselves. Oh, so she she really going there. Seventy two percent divorce rate compared to the fifty ish for heterosexual couples. I think there's a lot of reasons behind that. They be beating each other up too. That's yeah, one thing. Yeah, but it's just it's very different. Like they said, the domestic violence piece of it. Yeah. Like women, you know, if you're in a relationship with another woman, you're not gonna be. There's As nothing gonna afraid stop me. Yeah. to put your hands on her because she's a woman, mm -hmm. right? But secondly, I think another piece is that women are most likely to file for divorce, even in heterosexual marriages. So if it's two women... Yeah, so mm -hmm. they out. Because a lot of women have decided, hey, I'm not staying in a marriage that doesn't fulfill me. I'm not staying in a marriage where I'm getting abused, whatever the case may be. Men, even if they want out, they typically are not filing for divorce. They're That's typically true. not going to be the mm -hmm. first one to be like, hey... I, I want out. So I think that might have a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, I think that this... I agree with her. So <laughs> I think that... I do think that a lot of... It's it's actually double-sided. So I think on one end, we are seeing... We're, we have more knowledge. We are more aware. We are more self-aware. Mm -hmm. And I think that we also look back at grandma then because a, a lot of people compare our relationships today to our grandmas. Like, grandma then was staying. Okay. But grandma then also, like, had no other option. Mm -hmm. It was literally like, if I leave this man... I'm homeless. Couldn't even get a bank account until what? Like the 50s or 60s exactly. if you were a woman. So it's a different type of woman where women are making more money than men. We can easily get our own home. We can easily get our own house. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, I think that women have more knowledge, but I think the downside of it too is that we don't have the same fight that grandma them had. Mm -hmm. The same fight to like, you know, nowadays, nowadays it is a very much like, if you ain't meeting all that, out of here. See ya. Oh, it's another man that could, Next. And then there's another man that can... But the grass ain't always greener. It's definitely it's not. It's usually it's not. It's green greener. where you water yeah, it. The part. grass is green where you actually water and you actually nurture it. And so mm -hmm. I don't agree with the hopping up out of marriages just because 
I was unhappy for three months. You had an uncomfortable day, girl. You know how hormonal we be. I just sometimes I was just mad at my husband for yesterday. Had to apologize this morning, Mm -hmm. and he didn't do nothing. That was my hormones. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine what two hormonal women. Oof. Lord have mercy. Girl, what? Yeah, we're beating each other up. And <laughs> For sure. It, we're fighting every We are month. fighting. I just made a, <laughs> a post about this the other day about how we are constantly in this day and age chasing dopamine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is a side effect of social media, but yeah. constantly always wanting to feel good all the time. And it's like, if this person doesn't post what I like, I'm going to unfollow them. If this if this job doesn't make me feel good, I'm going to quit the job. If, you know, if my relationship doesn't make me feel good 24-7, I'm going to get a divorce and I'm going to... Le- Listen, toughen up. Please. Toughen we need to up. toughen up as Please. a society and everything is not going to be happy-go-lucky 24-7. Some yeah. things require... Um, a breakthrough, a, overcoming challenges right. and things like that. So I'm not saying by any means, like I said earlier, to stay in a relationship or a marriage where you absolutely want out and yeah. you've given it your all. But I am saying if you find that you've come to the end of the road, go ahead and make that move. But you got to stick in there if you can. Yeah, you can. for sure. Yeah. Speaking of sticking in there. I know. Speaking of sticking in there, I feel like one of the things when I got married, I had no idea of what I was stepping into. I didn't know what to be excited about. I didn't know what to be afraid of. I was Mm -hmm. 22 years old, so it was just kind of like toss and throw myself up in there. I want to ask you ladies, did y'all have any fears prior going into marriage? Did you Mm -hmm. already have expectations, have any non-negotiables, anything that you were just... Maybe a little cautious. Wait, about. so you were twenty two. I was twenty two. How old were you when you got married? Thirty six. Okay, and yeah. I was thirty. Well, this is going to be interesting Ooh, conversation. Very much so, for sure. <laughs> 35. Okay, thirty five. Okay. Yes. So fears. Yeah, fears. Because I feel like because I was so young, I I feel like the older you get, maybe the more aware. And maybe the longer your list might get, but me, I was like, oh, a man, he very true. Provide a man, a ring, a what? Uh, yes, a, a yeah. man, a ring, a penis. Yay! <laughs> like, got it. Got okay. it. <laughs> Fears. I was so excited. Okay. To be a wife, that I was not afraid of anything. I was mm. afraid of not being a wife. That's oh. that was my fear. Is like the clock is ticking. Where is where is the man? Hmm. I know you love me, Lord. Where is he? That's mm. that was my fear. Wow. Mm. I, um, me and you talked about this before, but I was not that girl that was like, I can't wait to get married. That was never my Mm -hmm. story. I hadn't picked out my dress. I hadn't picked out what kind of ring I wanted. I really was living my life, to be quite honest with you. And then in terms of fear, I think the main fear that I had about marriage was losing my identity and my independence Mm -hmm. because I had been single for so long. Mm. Um, Once you hit 36, it's like, Shit, I got this down packed. You yeah. know what I mean? So really having to merge your life with a whole nother person for me was was my fear. Yeah, do you feel like getting married a little bit later, that, that is why maybe women are so cautious because they're like, I've built this own life. I got my mm-hmm. home the way that I want it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the list does get longer. Maybe there is more caution as you mm-hmm. get older. Mm-hmm. There's more caution, and I think you know yourself better. So mm-hmm. you have True. more non-negotiables. Yeah. Because when you're 22, you, a, a man can get away actually, with yeah. so much more because you haven't for sure. experienced much. For mm-hmm. But for a 36-year-old woman that has been dating for 15, 20, you know, mm-hmm. however long she's been dating, she can tell the telltale signs. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows what to look for. So I think that she's not as happy-go-lucky, blinded by the fantasy of it, she's, like, in reality. Mm, I think the older 
you get the more reality. When I got time. married, because I just got married in February. How long have you been married, year, girl? February of this year. So February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Eight, eight months, Carmen. Eight months. <laughs> I was like, why you didn't go the other months. way? It's shorter to count. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, girl math. So, but the thing is, though, it took me so long to move out of my house. Hmm. Are, you, well, did, did, are you moved out yet, Carmen? I am finally moved she out. She moved out. But, so, like, you, like, owned your own home? Yes, and wow. I still do, period. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's empty now. Okay. Okay, and so once we got married, it was really hard for me, if I'm being honest, to move out of my space. To leave mm. your To leave my home. Because it was a big deal for me to buy a home. Mm. And I had just bought the home maybe a year before we got engaged. Okay. And so um, wow. I had everything, how I liked it. It was a big accomplishment for me. And then I'm having to move into a bachelor pad, essentially, oh, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, us women, we have we have things how we like them to For be. Sure. And men, they don't necessarily always pay attention to that kind of thing. And I'll come into the bathroom, I'm like, where the trash cans at? Oh Lord. Like, yeah. where is you know, so I'm going in and putting my little touches here and there, but yeah. then even doing that, you kinda gotta add if you didn't buy the home with that person. That part is like I'm moving into your For house. Sure. Yes. I can so that. it's like, yeah. hey babe, um, I'm thinking that maybe this might look better if we have like a picture hanging right here, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And it was very uncomfortable for me and him. Wow. So how are y'all working through that? I know. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> we're getting better Okay. And so I think he's understanding that it's not me coming in trying to change or say that his home wasn't great. or Because I think he took it like that in the beginning. Like, mm. I'm coming in and saying that this home this that you provided mm -hmm. is not good enough. Yeah. And I think he understands that I just like to decorate and that I'm trying to add warmth and the woman's touch For to sure. a space that we both are occupying. And yeah. I think that's finally clicked. So he's more open now to like my feedback. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Yeah. I have so many points. So <laughs> what about, oh, you got something you want to say? Well, I was going to say, do you think that is possibly why, because as you were speaking, I'm thinking of all of the, the men that are wanting younger women because they feel like they're more malleable, malleable. is the malleable. word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was looking for earlier. Yeah. Um, do you think that's a valid concern for men to when they are meeting someone that's 35, successful, own a home, all of that? Mm -hmm. Is she going to freely submit and follow his lead and be cooperative and open to change? Well, I have a problem with the whole submit word anyway. Ooh. So it's like, I don't really care if that's their concern. Um, but I should have warned you, TK. This is going to be a colorful Wait, conversation. Wait, does your husband care? Well, my husband, and this is something that he and I kind of bumped heads with in the beginning because I'm like, so what you mean by submit? Yeah. Exactly. Define it like, for me. What is your definite? And me and him had to talk through that. Like, what do you mean by submitting to you? Yeah. And um, he's like, well, you know, taking my advice and taking my word on things and things like that. And here my rebuttal is, well, what if your advice ain't the right advice at the time? Maybe <laughs> I have the right advice in the moment. You yeah. know, so if you're saying that we need to make this investment and I learned something differently that, hey, maybe this isn't a good investment, I should be able to say that. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. so whether I'm the wife or not, this is a partnership. For sure. So what exactly am I submitting to? Hmm. We are partners in a marriage. And so, and why do you need your wife to submit to you? Mm. Why does she need, why does he need the wife to submit to you? Yeah, so I would, I, I want to say the first thing is when I hear people talk about submission, just to let y'all know, like submission mm -hmm. is both ways. Mm -hmm. So if we're talking about anything with God and covenant, it's actually as you submit unto one another. Mm. So like in some better. areas, <laughs> 
I like that better. Mm. But there are some areas where absolutely the woman is more knowledgeable. She's more... It's her strength. It's her, her strength, strength yeah. right? And mm -hmm. then there's vice versa. Um, I do believe that a part of femininity and nurturing is being able to be flexible, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is in, in a way, especially because, I mean, well, let me ask this. Do you desire for your husband to be a good leader and Absolutely. like a, a shepherd of your home? Absolutely. So how would you find that out if you don't believe that there is a way that you are just supposed to submit? If if he never is able to lead and you're like, okay, I'm going to follow that. Well, for me, again, it's not about submission. It's about making the right choice for the partnership, for the marriage. So either way... Um, Submission, I think I'm just having a hard word. time with the word. Okay. Because if he brings an idea, I'm never going to just slap it down. If it's a bad idea, I'm yeah. going to go with it. Yeah. Because it's a good idea. I think you are swapping out submission for slave. I think so. That's what it sounds like. It's like, because what you described is, mm -hmm. I don't want to have to follow you in the wrong direction. Yes. That's what that a slave correct. does. I yes. don't want to do that. I am not a slave. I am a wife. Yeah. And mm -hmm. my husband married me because he values what I bring to the table. So, right. I, so again, when I said I think most people marry the wrong person, that this is what I mean. Okay. I think if you, and I'm not talking about you, but yeah. I think when people have these issues, it's like, well, you didn't pick someone that you can trust. Mm -hmm. That's why you're having a hard time And you know what? That is a big part That's of it. I think um, when we come to relationships, we bring baggage. We mm -hmm. bring trauma. We bring all of these things, these preconceived notions about marriage and life. And even the person that we're married to, we bring those preconceived notions For to sure. the table. And I think in the beginning, my husband and I definitely struggled with the trust factor um, based on things that had happened in the past. And so I think we were rebuilding our trust. Mm -hmm. um, and it just so happened that we were rebuilding our trust and then we got engaged, you know mm. what I mean? And so I think working on those things is, is an important part of it. To your point, if you don't trust, you're not going to trust the word of what your partner is saying that you sure. should be doing. I think we've come a very long way from where we were, yeah. but I think both of us are still working on that on that piece. Yeah, that that's trust good. Factor. I was going to mm -hmm. say, I think trust is a huge part. It makes me think of even within my marriage, like it took me you know, I know we are not liking the word submitting, but <laughs> it took me submitting so many times to like, let him show me he could lead. Mm. It took me like sometimes, yeah, not agreeing. And then it's like, dang, that did work out though. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I think sometimes we also think we do know it. What's so give best. me an example. I think that's also my issue. What is an example of, of submitting? you're submitting to the lead? Because to me, I feel like we're saying the same thing. Yeah. If somebody comes with a good idea, you go with the good idea. But so if, what, what, what about if your idea and his idea are not in alignment, y'all have talked about it, it has been a discussion, at the end of the day, does, the decision has to get made. Mm -hmm. Right. Who's going yes. to make so that decision? So we're saying that yes. the person that should make the final decision is, is the, the leader of the home. Right, so how Whoever do you compromise? Whoever you have decided is the leader mm. of your home. Oh. My husband is the leader <laughs> in my home. Okay. If it, And I don't have a, again, I'm very, I'm mm. an easy going person like I am not gonna push back a whole lot you don't have to tell me the whole plan tell right. me the, what time I need to be there like mm -hmm. I am that type of person so I don't have a hard time submitting but I also know that I have chosen someone mm -hmm. who is not gonna lead me astray he's going Makes to sense. lead me in the direction and it might not be the right direction every time because mm -hmm. he don't know you know he he's figuring it out too but I trust him and love him enough to even let him make those mistakes. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was going to say, it, it, it might not even just be a matter of right and wrong. It's just like, I don't want to. So mm. if you simply don't want to do something, mm. do you not submit? If you just simply like, I don't agree with that. Like, I can think of a, a actual really 
transformative decision that my husband made that like really shifted our whole entire lives, which was going choosing to go back to a church that like really actually harmed us and abused us. Mm. And he decided to go back here and I was all the way 100% no, this is dumb. We'd have mm -hmm. been heartbroken by this decision. And um, although I necessarily think it was the best decision coming out of it. I'm like, dang, I grew so much from that. And my mm. character, I grew by being around people that I knew didn't like me and still like maintaining myself and grounding myself and not, I knew that's even going into that situation that it would teach me more about myself than other people. And so I didn't agree with it. And I, I didn't think that it was necessarily the best decision, but once I followed. So what was his reason for doing that? Oh, so many reasons. Reconciliation. Okay. Cause I'm very much like when something ain't working, I, I did it. You're dead to right. me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm That's my completely too. done. But my husband, actually, his gift is actual mercy. Like he's mm. super merciful, super forgiving, super understanding. And through that situation, we had like really tough conversations with a lot of people. Okay. Again, I wouldn't have did that. I mean, I burn bridges. I'm done. I, and I don't <laughs> worry. She said, I like this motherfucker. Why well, I'm on it now? Okay. okay. And swim my way up. So yeah, although I didn't agree with it. And it's crazy because me and my husband were literally just talking about this last night. And, and he's like, one of the things that he gets from situations like that, like going into tough situations, is walking away saying, I know I did my complete best. I can walk away. And I said, oh, well, I don't need that. I don't need to know. <laughs> I know I did. I, I know I did. But I'm like him in that way. Yeah. I, my, my best friend is not. She always tells me, she's like, you do too much. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to know that when I go to sleep at night, that I did everything that I could possibly mm -hmm. do to yeah. make this work. That's so good because I don't yeah. be caring. <laughs> and I feel like the no, I and mean, I'm working on that. Like everyone, look, hold me accountable because I really am working mm -hmm. on that. Because I am good at funerals in my head. Like mm -hmm. people, that is not me. the worst quality to have, though. That in saves some us. No, it, it, there's a good and a bad, but yeah. I think it definitely saves us from more trouble than for sure. It, for sure, yeah, gets us yeah. into. Yeah. What about expectations, though? Because I think a big. So we're talking, y'all, about the first year of marriage. Yes. Obviously, Carmen is. Newlywed, eight months. She got two news. She's a new new. I'm just a new. Uh huh. And the OG triple OG over here, coming <laughs> around with what seven years, right? Yeah. Coming up on eight years, yeah, eight right? Years, yeah. So first year of marriage, we we hear the I think the word on the street is like those first I don't know shit. They might say seven years. I don't know the the first yeah. few years are meant to not meant to be, but they're usually pretty rocky. Yeah. So wifed up now what is all about staying wifed up. Like, how can I be a yeah. wifey, faux lifey? And Period. I think one of the reasons why we get into some struggles at the beginning is mm -hmm. because of expectations. Definitely. Okay. Most of the time, they're unspoken expectations. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, they're expectations mm. that you don't even know that you have. So if you don't even know your expectations, there's they... zero possibility yeah. that you can communicate them. That's For sure. True. So I would love to know from y'all, did you have, and you kind of answered this a little bit, mm -hmm. but do you feel like you had any expectations and were they Met. Mm, that's a good question. I've never thought about this. Mm. I don't think I did have any expectations, to be quite honest. I knew what I thought a husband should be. And I guess that is an expectation, essentially, which is just somebody who's loyal, who mm. doesn't cheat, who okay. keeps a job, is nice to me, you know, um, can help me uh, pick up the slack where I need it. I think that's kind of what it was for me. My, mm -hmm. I'm a product of divorce. So, yeah. you know, to be honest, I didn't really see my dad being a good husband. Mm 
I saw him being a good father. Girl, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> yes. all three. Story of my life. Yeah, yeah literally. Story so, of my like, life. I didn't, I don't know if I really had something to judge it by, yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um. So to answer your question, because I can go on and on about that, it's just, no, I don't think I had any, like, major expectations. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, we're both going into it, and we'll see what we'll happens. We'll figure this thing yeah, out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I kind of am where you were, um... I know I didn't have expectations going in, but because I married so young, as I got older, I was like, I think I actually want this. Yeah. And so the more that I got to know myself, the more that I realized I'm this type of woman and I want this type of man. Mm-hmm. So going in, it was the same thing. Like my husband, my father was a phenomenal provider. Like he was a great father, a great dad's girl, mm-hmm. wedding, marriage, all of that is like my, my dad's been married. I love you, dad. I hope he does not watch this <laughs> five times. Okay. Five so he loves times? love. That's yeah, a good way to look at it. Sure. That, yeah. <laughs> Positive way of, of putting that. But yeah, I just knew that I wanted a provider. Mm-hmm. That was my main thing. Like, I knew that. that's what you saw. That's what I saw. And my mom stayed home. So I'm like, okay, you raise kids, you stay home, the mm-hmm. husband goes to work. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, I definitely want a communicator for sure. Need somebody to talk, mm-hmm. be emotionally well, and all of these things. But going into it, no, I didn't have expectations. And I want to say also, I think that's what has kind of kept me like because I got married so young and I didn't have expectations I did not have a laundry list of things that a man needed to be and now I'm able to see like the fruits of like I said before Mm -hmm. fighting and like working for something obviously it takes two people desiring to be their best versions of themselves in marriage but I I think that's kind of a benefit is that I was Mm -hmm. just like a, B, C, D, you got that? Okay. A, and then we can build. And then we can build from <laughs> Literally, there. we can build off of this. Because I do think that we skip over, like, just decent humans because they're not, like, this super... This, they're not the laundry list. They're not that. But one thing, and I'm very new, 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 so I can't give y'all any advice, but I think one of the things that I do know is that your expectations change as the years go on, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like it's important to have a partner who understands that you're constantly evolving, we're growing together, mm-hmm. and that what I expected of you five years ago might not be the same expectation that I have now. Sure. So having a partner that's willing to be flexible, I think yes. is really key in that. Oh my gosh, And yes. everybody's growing and evolving. So hopefully. I have a friend, hopefully, <laughs> I have a friend who has always been an entrepreneur, you know, she worked for herself, she was not the stay-at-home type of woman, mm-hmm. yeah. right? She is not the, I don't want to Anyway, she ain't the yeah. stay-at-home type of woman. Mm-hmm. She is right. the more of the career woman, right? Not me either. So yeah. this has always been Go. her. Mm-hmm. About five years into her marriage, her husband decided that he wanted the dinner on the table at 5 p.m. type of wife. Oh, okay. He switched it up a little he bit. He switched it up a little bit. But to your point, it's like maybe he didn't have any expectations. They were young. And now mm-hmm. he's looking around at his homeboys. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Y'all wives Y'all meal cooking? Yeah. Right. Pork rolls. There, something is happening. <laughs> like, what's the difference? So I think... Sometimes, not even sometimes, it's natural for expectations to develop and for change. Sure. Mm-hmm. But again, if you don't pick the right partner, yeah, it's gonna be hard transition. It's gonna be hard because yeah. as a person, you should be growing. Like yeah. your 2023 self should be different in some way from your 2022 Absolutely. self. Yeah, and so your partner is the same. Well, how did and your so friend handle that? It was it was tough. You know what she did? Hmm. She said, "Oh, nigga, what?" <laughs> nigga, closed, who? Up, closed up her business. <laughs> And said, you bring home all of the bacon. Oh. I will contribute 
the now, cooking of the baby. Yeah. Turned, she baby. turned the table. She shook that table and turned it and said, I am not, literally closed down her business, said, guys, I'm not working anymore. Did she want to do this? No. Or was this like a... I like that This is like, I'm going to show you. Oh, you want to wow. uh, stay at home wife? Yeah. I'm going to stay at home. Yeah, here I am mm. staying at home and you take care of everything. And yeah. I, I got to check back in and see how that's working. I don't know how yeah, that's working. Yeah, I'm and update us. I would love to hear that. that's very interesting. But yeah. wh- what do you do? Well, I've been in, so I've been a stay-at-home mom for eight years, but there has been many of conversations where we're like, maybe we, you should go to work. Maybe you should, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I've just always been open to either way mm-hmm. like I, I I do believe that there is beauty and power with being with your kids especially when they're super young mm-hmm. but I'm also very flexible and, and my husband is too so I think that's the I think we're all saying the same thing like just make sure you're getting someone yeah. that both of you are growing like I remember my father-in-law said whatever y'all do do it together that so part. if your woman is an entrepreneur you need to know something about being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. if you're because you just you don't want to be growing in separate directions unless they're a criminal do not do that together <laughs> stop someone stopping. needs their freedom someone stop needs their freedom please stop scamming. speaking of um let's get into family really quick because okay. i wanted to speak to this point uh carmen specifically to you okay. because we're gonna tell you business a little Uh-oh. bit so recently married right mm-hmm. your husband has children mm-hmm Grandchildren, y'all. Yes. When y'all see her husband, y'all are not gonna believe it. But <laughs> what? grandchildren, right? So she is a, a bonus glamour. Bonus, yep. Okay. Um, and so one of the things that comes up usually in the first year of marriage, if you have not already made decisions, is mm-hmm. like, okay, family planning. Right. Are we having kids? Mm-hmm. If one has kids, do we want to have more kids? Hmm. Is there an agreement there? So what was the conversation in terms of family planning? And I know this is a continuous conversation. Y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna be real shook. Breaking about this answer. Okay. Okay. There wasn't a conversation. There wasn't really a conversation. I think the assumption was we'll get married. We may have some kids. Mm. We may not have some kids. And I was just telling a friend of mine the other day, we need to sit down and have this conversation. Mm. I was like, we're already married now. We probably should have had it a lot sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, again, having kids wasn't something that I was like so what is your stance about? on it is it a is it a i'll take them take them or leave them like, at this point i think it is that's okay. my stance and i um is there one you're leaning more toward i would love to have a i would love to have a child okay. i would love to have a little girl a little daughter a little mini carmen but if that doesn't happen i don't think i'll be devastated hmm. um I think he has the same sentiments because he has two grown children yeah. uh, and grandchildren. Yeah. So, you know, he's been there, done that. Um, we've talked about it before. He shared that he'd be fine with having a child. But um, that isn't a conversation we've really had that was like an in-depth conversation mm-hmm. in terms of planning. So for the single ladies, please have the conversation. <laughs> yes. If you care. No, yeah. I think the reason you did not have, yeah. the, have to have the conversation yeah. is because Either way. you were flexible. Yeah, I was like, oh. For a woman who knows, like, mm-hmm. I cannot rest until I have a child. Yes. She's going to definitely have the conversation. definitely need to have that conversation. Because that's one thing. I feel like almost everything else you can be flexible and mm-hmm. work on. But Children? you should not have a child yeah. with someone who does not want to have a child. Yeah. Even if you're married to them. That's so big. Please don't do it. I have a friend who did that um she didn't want to have children they both didn't want to have children she ended up accidentally getting pregnant somehow after she was told she couldn't get pregnant and they now have a child um did they both handle it well i think they are 
working through it. And, but I, to, in my opinion, I feel like it's been a bit of a challenge for them. So just mean. because they just, I don't think they were expecting it. Baby, this will have to be a whole nother show. We're going to have to talk about... Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We, my, no, this but, is like girl talk right I, now. Well, it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be girl talk. It's, it's very productive girl yes. talk. Yeah. But the responsibility of being a parent... It's it is not. It is, the, responsibility. it is the biggest responsibility, oh girl. And I know you looking like girl. That's you've why been I ain't <laughs> It's just such a great responsibility that what? doing it with mm. someone who does not want to do it. Oh my gosh! And it happens Don't every do single it. day. It happens every Look single at our day. Look at Krishan. Oh man, he proposed to her by That's the way. Be I another, saw that. That was not. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Yeah, that can't be real. <laughs> Lastly. <laughs> One of the things, or the thing that people say is like the number one reason people get di divorced, mm. money, right? So when For it comes sure. to finances, mm. I think a lot of us struggle with being honest with money, especially if you ain't got none. Yeah. Okay. It's real That's embarrassing really to talk can. about it. Um, joint bank accounts mm -hmm. is a conversation. I personally, we had a joint bank account when we were wedding planning because <laughs> we jointly okay. covering this yeah. cost. Yeah. So we started there. That yeah. wasn't even a conversation. Um, I think the 50-50 thing has been a rule. So I just kind of want to throw out the conversation of finances and mm -hmm. find out have y'all had any challenges in, you know, in that space? For sure. Um, so my my husband has always been the sole provider. Um, and like I said before, there has been conversations of me going back to work and the expectations. So he came into marriage like, oh, I know I'm not going to be a sole provider. That was a hidden thought okay. in his head. And I was like, oh, you're definitely going to be the sole provider. You got me pregnant twice back to back. <laughs> you're definitely not going to work. What are you sir? talking about? We got pregnant the first time we had sex. Oh, my gosh. I walked into two baby mamas, two other kids. I said, you just for the stress and the hell Good I need job. to be at home so my expectations my expectations were loud and mm -hmm. his was silent so he resented me for years mm, because it's that like happens when are you gonna get up and go work I'm like do you see this house you see that fried chicken macaroni and cheese that I made from scratch and those greens and those green beans that I I've been popping working. all day Ooh. oh that was that was the job because I don't be cooking. I want a class <laughs> I cook with Against my will. Anyway, you want to play that one a class. But okay. yeah, it, it was definitely um, a difficult conversation. I think that I think that whether you're going to a marriage as a entrepreneur, boss chick, or you are going into a marriage as a stay-at-home mom mindset, it just needs to be talked about, period. That part. Because are you going to be able to bend if your husband loses his job? Because there was a for a very short time that mm -hmm. I worked because my husband ended up losing his job. But I think, honestly, just having those conversations. But yes... Is the question 50 50? It's have you have any of these things ever come up? So, yeah, 50 50 is um, <laughs> the very last resort for me. It's like, okay, I gotta get up and do mm -hmm. this. Um, but I'm absolutely willing. I just think that having a conversation and being flexible is the biggest part. But do you think that your husband is going to ever let you know that he needs help, being that you've made your expectations so loud? Yeah. I uh, here recently, probably within the last couple of years, yes. Okay. Yes, but it was that. Um, Girl, not within the last couple of years. You said hell no, huh? <laughs> well, it was it it was the so it was so many things. It was after a while he started getting a pride about himself that I am doing this, and so it felt like he was failing when he wasn't able to do it. Mm. So that was all on him, ego, that, <sighs> and then the there patriarchy. was the silent conversation he was having with himself, like. Oh, you should just be able to like sense this and just get in them streets and start working. It's like nobody, because 
I've been at home. So it's it's definitely been something that um, I've witnessed him resenting me for. But it was just like, if you had that conversation, you would have found out how flexible I was. And that is something that we talked about on one of our episodes recently. But just I do feel like that when a husband becomes a sole provider, I feel like there's a chance that they're resentment starts to build Mm. on both sides. One, from the mom that's possibly staying at home and feeling like she's not getting whatever needs that she wants to get met. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe there's something I want to do with my life, but y'all don't don't know that because I'm at home with the babies all day. You know what I mean? Or on the other end, the man feeling resentful because he he feels like he can never take a break or he can't ask for help or whatever the case may be. For me, I've always been kind of like a 50... say it don't have to be 50 50 but i definitely want to contribute um and i was raised in an old school family where you always need to have your own money you always need to have what they call mad money so i have an account that is my money yeah and it ain't nobody else's money and i like making my own money still today still today your husband knows about it though yeah that's that's my money my savings account it came from all the jobs that i got okay okay so but (laughs) aside from that though and here's another conversation we had we got married he mentioned joint account to me and i kind of got like Oh my God. He said, join a cow. <laughs> so I started doing all types of shit. And he was like, you know what? What is your, what is the big deal with this join a cow thing? Why are you so like upset? I wasn't upset, but I was obviously you hesitant were, mm-hmm. about it. And so I asked him a lot of questions. I was like, so what is this account for? Like, what are we what, doing, what are we doing with this account? Yeah. And so he had to explain it to me. And I'm like, okay, if this is for, emergencies, household, and we worked that worked through that. But money is a touchy topic, and I feel like it's something that you got to just get out front for sure in the beginning mm-hmm. and really talk through it. Um, and the last thing I'll say on money is I think for men it could become very stressful when they feel like they that their wives expect things from them because I've seen this happen in my relationship recently where my husband, he just felt like, hey, um, I see you buying all these things. You want this, you want that. And I want to make sure that I'm able to provide that for you. Mm. But I feel like that puts a lot of stress on our husbands. And I don't necessarily want that for my husband. I want to be, if I want to buy something, that's okay, babe. I can buy it myself. So anyway, I think that's an ongoing conversation when we're talking finances, especially as you start making more money. That part, when you start making more money, if you're, Mm -hmm. if you transition from, you know, career to entrepreneurship, if somebody loses a job, like these are... The moral of the story is all of these are consistent conversations. Yes, this yes, isn't yes. just a, okay, we talked about it. It's yes. like a no, something has changed, now we got to talk about it again. It's a recession, now we got to talk about it again. Yeah, you know, the business sure. ain't doing what it was doing, right. now we got to talk about it again. And being <clears throat> the, I haven't worked for someone, you know, I was a bartender, but I don't really count that. I haven't had a for real, for real <laughs> job since 2011. Mm. So I am the non traditional one in my relationship at Baby. I am grateful. <laughs> For that paycheck. Yeah. I am grateful for that health insurance. Yes. I am okay. grateful. I'm great. I am grateful Same. for that stability. And yeah. so we have, you know, our issues like everybody else. And there's mm-hmm. not one thing that we, you know, argue about or have challenges with, but it's just such a consistent conversation. Yeah. And that's why I think the notion that money is breaking up marriages is what it is, because 
We got to talk about it all the time. We got to yeah. talk about who's paying for what, what's a good investment, who lost some money, who made a bad investment. Like, yeah. there's so many. But we don't talk about money. And I don't know if this is a black family thing. I was literally just about if, to say this. if it's a white, because white people, I feel like they talk they about, money. about money. First dates. Yeah, so, but we, I feel like it's such a hush-hush thing in our yeah. community. Shame it's like, you can't tell nobody, how, don't tell nobody how, how much, much money you make. Yeah. And don't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I feel like because we don't talk about it in our communities in general, yeah. it's definitely going to be hard to talk about it once you get in a relationship for sure you don't know what to follow it's like like you were saying you were raised on make sure you have your own mm-hmm. money yeah, i yeah. was raised on the man is supposed to yeah. do that so uh-huh. you're fighting tradition yep. does this actually work for and us who, what was he raised with exactly yes. whole completely other opposite what was what was his mama doing is the yes. question you need to ask because yeah. what he saw his mother doing Boom. that's what he most of the time is do. what he's gonna Absolutely. expect you to do. yes wow. yes yes and i think it's just a conversation to have as you have kids too. Because I just want to make sure that husbands aren't out here wanting a, a working wife that is also giving attributes of a stay-at-home mom. So if you want me out now, in here in these you streets... you talking to like 80% so that is, of the yeah, men that are Like, you cannot expect a woman to pay 50-50. <laughs> two jobs, basically. And, and, but get the, the benefits of a stay-at-home mom who has maybe more of the capacity to create and make these beautiful meals in this house. You got a woman that's been working just like you. You preach It's in the oven. Now, you preach It's the like, frozen meal in the I'm oven. I'm stressed about money, too. All right, ladies, we could go on and on about whatever it is that we were talking about <laughs> earlier. So let's just move into Dear Auntie. So on our Dear Auntie podcast, we give weekly advice to our listeners. And so we always say that this is not expert advice. We that are this not is experts, baby. Life advice. We have PhDs in life. Period. Okay, so let's get into our Dear Auntie. Dear Auntie, I am a 26-year-old school counselor living in Atlanta. Now that I'm out of college and into my career, I'm ready to settle down and get serious with someone. My struggle is that I make very little money as a counselor, and even though I take care of myself just fine, I want my man to make a lot more than I do. I always see what people say online about dating the average guy and not looking for a six-figure man, but I ain't gonna lie, I want one. So does everybody else, girl. Okay. Do you think that it is out of my <laughs> league and I should settle for a man who makes the same as me? And this is an anonymous question. I know it is, girl. And I want us to know yeah, how that name. was a little spicy. Yes. All right. Um, Lots so, to unpack. So let's let's send it over to TK since you <laughs> you know, we usually answer first. We'll, we'll send it over to you. Um, so I think I just get floored most times when I hear women talking about this two per, what is the percentage of the six-figure man? Girl, it's is like it one. It's, it's, it's a, what? a black man. Are we talking about oh, black men? I know black it's probably man? like zero, zero yeah, point. point zero one. Yeah, something I think low. I think I get confused but that's what I was talking about earlier with like the different mindsets that women had back in the day mm-hmm. like now it is as as she's saying she doesn't make much money but you want this type of man with this type of earning and this is no shade to you I just always ask these type of women okay for the man that you desire what type of woman does that man desire that part because a lot mm. of times they are not even wanting you like, it's a whole different caliber of women that these type of men are looking at. Because a lot of these men want really in-shape women that are disciplined with their, their eating and their bodies. And they want emotionally well, mature women, feminine nurturing. All of these different type of things that we aren't really taking into consideration when we're desiring mm-hmm. these type of men. So I think the, I think the bar... I don't want to say it's out of your league, but I think that it's, we should have like realistic conversations about the men that we are desiring. Now I got two things to say. One, 
when we talking about six figures, are we talking about a hundred thousand or oh, five hundred thousand? Okay, now that's that's, that's a that's, different level of six figures. That's yes. the first thing. Yes. Number two, how is our niece gonna be a stay at home mama if her man ain't making the six figures? She might not be. Because if we're saying that the man Period. is supposed to She's... take to take on the financial burden, no, she said her man. Huh? Yeah, that's no, that's not man. even the average thing. Most people, most to live in this world, you need not even more two. than two. Yep, you need, need like to five. No, okay. you had to go the deliver the newspaper. The so I think, and I say this all the time because I'm an advocate for stay at home moms, but mm-hmm. I always say. If you are positioned, so to encourage niece on this, like maybe you have to position yourself for a couple of years to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So it might not be walking into a situation where this man is a millionaire automatically, but okay, maybe he makes a hundred thousand, but y'all need maybe like three to be able to stay at home. Well, you work towards that so you can get to that place. Mm -hmm. And so just be open to, again, I'm going to keep saying this. (laughs) You might not get a six six figure man, but you can build one for sure. Mm -hmm. Cause my husband was not a six figure man when I met him. And so, I think getting into this and saying I'm willing to get us there because it's actually a benefit to you. And do you want to do that labor? Do you want to build a man? Build a bear. And build a boom. Do you want to do that? And but my here's what I'll say. Here's here's my take on this. I think it depends on the man and it depends on maybe even the race. I don't know. But I've seen mm. Six-figure men, millionaire men, take girls out of the out of the bar. Wendy's. Oh, no, well, sure. Wendy's. Like, I mean, look <laughs> at somebody. Too. Look at somebody <laughs> like, and this is like just. Uh, I'm just saying this person because it's somebody everybody knows. But like Anna Nicole Smith, for example, she was working at like the bar in in Texas, and she got hooked up with this super rich man who, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. He just kind of picked her up out of there. So well, there are some men, men that not do necessarily that. Necessarily dating to find a rich woman for sure. Right. They especially men who have you know, money themselves, that, that's not what they want. Not, exactly. Not, not what they want, but that's yeah. not their priority right. for sure. in a partner. So I don't think that's, like, on their list of That's not on things. their list. They don't mind getting a woman who is fresh out of school with no job, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they're not looking for someone to come along and provide for them as women are. The only, I guess, issue that I have with her statement, because... If we're being honest, everybody desires someone who's going to make their life comfortable, mm, period. Sure. Whatever that looks like for you. Absolutely. I like how you made it anonymous, though, because you like, but I can't tell y'all. But the challenge that I have with that last line was, should I settle for a man who makes the same as me? Because, sis, he's making the same as you. So you are taking what you deserve, kind of, someone who is on your level. And I think that is even the problem with the whole high-value, high-earning man. It's to your point, TK, what does that man desire? Because if you are not a match for that man, then you are, like, living in a And would he be settling if he gets with you? How about that? Why do you want him to settle? I was going to say, even the whole Wendy's... Uh, scenario that y'all gave is such an exception. It's not like the main mm-hmm. majority. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. millionaires are not going to Wendy's drive-through saying, "Hey, baby, come, come on, on let me marry you." Like that's not yeah. even a, a that's not a, a most of the time type of thing. So I I just want to say like let's not lean on a small percentage yeah, of that happening. An anomaly. But the social exactly. worker social the social worker thing it could be a teacher it could be a social worker it could be anybody who's in that demanding field that is getting paid pennies, right? Mm -hmm. That type of woman, a man would definitely not, like, look down on that type of woman because she's not making any money, and I don't think that you should, like, limit yourself. And I can't even lie. When I was a teacher, I didn't want to 
want to date no other teacher. You know, because how we both gonna be broke? That's I what I was either. thinking. I didn't either. So <laughs> I might be not be the person to answer. Oh, okay. good luck, Nina. Can I give encouragement to her? Please. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think just we gave say, her no encouragement. I know. I think we, we was just like, girl, it up a little bit. Be on your level. <laughs> <laughs> be for real. Be for real, sis. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, make sure you're getting in the rooms. Like, do your best to get in these rooms of the men that you do desire. Like, just make sure that you part. are. That was helpful. If, if you don't. Because they don't care about money, but I think a lot of high-level men care about cooperation and, like, going with the flow and making their life easier, being, as Cole is, the piece to her mm-hmm. man's life. And so, like, working on yourself, becoming... I think Kobe becoming, laughs girl, I hope you agree. I'm going to have to go home and ask him, girl. <laughs> I Ooh. think she laughs, but go ahead. But being, being such a place, like, I say this for friendships, marriage, all of it. Like, make sure you are being a... Um, an asset in this position. So when you're getting in these rooms and you're meeting this high value man, just make sure you know what you're bringing him yeah. and that you're actually working on yourself. But get get in the rooms. Hey, you never know. It might happen for you. And listen, yeah. this takes it back to the come on full circle moment. This ain't nothing but God. Because you started out asking us, what do we bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Sis just needs to make sure you are bringing something That's of good. value to the table That's that is good. in alignment with the man that you desire. Yes. Come on, uh, helpful. And I helpful. feel, and I feel okay. like just to put the icing on the cake. Put it on I feel like as a counselor you possess those qualities Mm. that you were talking about earlier helpful nurturing going with the flow being a support system so you got it so you know this is so good okay so you don't have to settle yeah so proud of us we did good but we usually not that (laughs) no this is god (laughs) okay it's game time As y'all know, if you don't know, if this is your first time tuning in to Wifed Up Now What, we play a game called Run or Have Fun. We need like actual music. I like this. So it's basically for the single women who desire to become wives. Okay. Um, So I have some scenarios here, and we're just going to tell them, based on this scenario, should they get the hell away and run Uh or stick around and have some fun? Okay. I'm going to be good at this. Okay. So... Homeboy wants to date for at least two years before getting engaged. Should you run or have fun? Have fun. Before engagement? Mm-hmm. That's like, can I be like this? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. They should run. What you say? No, I'm have saying fun. have okay. fun. Okay. Have fun. Okay. I mean, I think that shows intention. You want to date, you want to get to know me before you make that big move. I don't want nobody who just rushing in to marry me. Okay, yeah. good point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the intentionality. I actually think it can be done shorter. So that's why I was like, I mean, it could be done quicker than that. But I, I think for a man to even have that type of expectation is a great thing. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, we're the ones saying, hey, what about that marriage thing? Mm-hmm. Are, are we into this? So I, I think it's something, I think it's a positive thing. I said run for my 35 and up ladies mm-hmm. only because if you get to the end, well, I first of all don't believe hmm. in those strict those yeah. 90 day rules for sure. <laughs> at the two year point, I'm going to know for sure on this day. Right. I think that those things are just unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate that he's put some thought into it, obviously, but I just feel like I'm too old for this shit. Okay. And, I, and I was old when I got So Co says, good. give me six months, Girl, baby. Okay, and I was like, so maybe your one year. shorter? Yeah, my answer is okay, shorter. Okay, so that's so because should I have said Ron? No, you said you said. <laughs> but what I you just saying? think I'm, for the so older ladies, it's too ladies, long for you. It's too long to date for two, two years. years. Not to date for t- well, yeah, because how long are we going to be engaged? Oh yeah, 
Because we yeah. got to plan a wedding. Or well, do we not plan a wedding? Well, first we of all, I, I'm very much against the marriage industrial complex. So, um, the, what is I that? mean, the wedding industrial complex oh, okay. where everybody spends $40,000. Go down to the courthouse if it's that serious. You want to get, you know, six months, we could be engaged and plan it. We could be engaged for three months and go down to the courthouse. This is That's true. true. Um, so, anyway. That's true. We need details. Okay. Yeah, for Next sure. Next one. Um, he has not been in a relationship in the last 10 years. Oh, Should baby. you run or... Or have fun. <laughs> Ten? Right. I want to okay, know why so you were even run? thinking about it. Because <laughs> I think, for example, if somebody has been in a marriage for a long time and they just, they got divorced and then they just decided I'm not going to necessarily get in a serious relationship, I'm just going to date. I'm mm. just going to hang out. I mean, maybe that could be the case. But 10 years is a long time. So. Hey, is a long I time. just thought about a friend that actually has been single for 11 years and abstinent. So I kind of changed my answer a little bit because it, <laughs> it does depend on what. The question is why. Yeah. The question is definitely why. I need why, to know why. But I definitely feel like um, 10 years is, even if it's a healing journey, that's a long time. You guys should have some healing by then. Maybe like, you something. should be God. <laughs> something after 10 years. Like, you should definitely, it, it's giving, I should be sitting at your feet. Yeah. Getting my answer, my prayers answered. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that, I think it's a red flag because my question is, have you been having partners during this time? You still been intimate yeah, like, with people? Yeah, like, what are the details? What are we doing in this 10 year? Were you aggressively healing? Did you go on sabbaticals and, like, go to Israel and the, like, what was that journey? Or was you just out there slanging it for 10 years? Exactly. Yeah, I would, ha I would have questions. I think, though, when it's the other way around, Carmen, I'm going to look at you because you're too young for okay. this. Okay. I know that you have some friends. Carmen and I, no, you're younger than me. So, uh, okay. Carmen and I have been out of school mm -hmm. for quite some time, yes. right? Yes. I can definitely think of a handful of people from school that mm -hmm. have not been in a relationship since school. And I mean an actual committed huh. relationship, exactly. not just talk to people. Yeah, no, I, I think I can think you. of a I think few that's too. Pretty. Yeah common for a lot of women um so that's just one thing to note but i would still personally run <laughs> i would st still running. i would still personally run only because what have you been doing yeah. for 10 years <laughs> and i don't think that i'm i think a lot of not just women i think a lot of people have this thing that they think that they're going to be the one to change somebody yeah, or yeah. i'm going to be the one to get you to act right i don't think that that highly of myself to at think all. that i'm going to get yeah. you to come out of your character not for me all. so if you so ain't scary. been with nobody in 10 years Hang you don't want to be with nobody. You don't want to be with yeah. Okay, so he doesn't believe in buying expensive gifts or going on quote unquote nice dates. Maybe not. Don't believe. It's a run for me. Why is that a law for you? Run very fast. <laughs> Who hurt you? Who did you make this mistake with? Where did you spend your money? Before yeah. You, what's happening? Because men who are stingy in that way are going to be stingy in other aspects not of your relationship. Sure. Like so there's not much. It's worse definitely than a red flag. A yeah. Mm. It's super a super red flag because men also put their money where their mouth is. Yes, they so do. So wherever they find value, they're worthy. They're they're willing to, to invest. Yeah, they're definitely right. willing to invest. Mm. Okay, last but not least, he already has kids, you do not, and he does not care to have more. Mm. I think it depends on if you want. I'm going to say That's have fun true. just That's because true. of what I just said earlier because I may not want kids yeah. so you know but that's this is very personal to me have yeah. fun <laughs> yeah i mean that's why i said have fun as well because i mean if you don't want to have them it don't matter yeah if you mm -hmm. go in a situation where you're like i really don't care but i think the sucky part for women is that if you go into marriage and you're like oh i don't really care you don't want any that's cool mm -hmm. and then 
you change your mind. Two years later, you change your mind. Dang, I, I want to experience pregnancy. And that does happen. Yeah, it does happen. a lot. Yeah. So mm. I think maybe maybe getting someone that is open. Yeah, that flexible. is why I said run. That's mm-hmm. the only reason that yeah. I said run is because it's like I'm not having any more. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, if you, I don't think you should be a. It's not 100%, but maybe 95%. I think mm. you should be able to work out or compromise on mm-hmm. 95% of the things in your marriage. Kids is not one of them. So yeah, agree. Kids if is you're just not on board, no. a hard then. no or a hard so, yes. Yeah. Or like you know me, if it's not a hell yes. It's a hell no. One of yeah. my favorite quotes. Yes, Lord. This was fun. Yes, it was. Yes, so we are moving into... Oh, shit. I was are ready we, to we're doing something girl, else. Oh, no, doing? we got our last segment. Go ahead for it. Go for it, girl. <laughs> so moving into, uh, of, of course, one of my Her personal fave. favorites, which is the wifey keep it spicy. And this is mm. something that I love speaking about because I think that a lot of women struggle with their sexuality, their sensuality, mm-hmm. being able to be romantic, being able to be confident. So we've been talking about emotional health and all of those things because that attributes to your ability Mm -hmm. to be a freak nasty girl for your man but I do want to talk about confidence a little bit and so today we're going to be talking about the art of letting go so letting go of all of the perceptions that you have in your head as well as like of this good stiff girl that you got going on and Mm -hmm. so the one thing that dropped in my spirit was self-confidence one of the things that I think holds women back from like being I, I have to quote somebody real quick the prophetess evangelist minister pastor amber rose there was a ma'am interview that she did <laughs> and the man asked her why do you think that you are one of the best in bed and she said because i'm a, i am unafraid of being ugly i don't care what this boob is doing when i'm in this position i don't care what this stomach is doing like i'm literally not afraid of like oh i feel her on that being filthy nasty ugly yeah, i don't care about that and i think that this is a lot of women's worry like what is my boobs gonna look like as i'm bent over in this like i'm holding them up like because uh-uh, I already know if it looks good. So. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> From any angle, okay? Uh, but I wanted to encourage you. First and foremost, a lot of us want to blame all of this exterior things, but this is a this is a personal value. This is a personal self-worth image thing. And so just being super intentional about working on your body image. Mm. That is something that I know is a curse word for a lot of people, but like, and there's no standard. What will make you feel good? If your stomach is a little jiggly, then like you since you know what to eat, you know what to do, you know what to you know, and he knew to it was jiggly before y'all lay down. And, and honestly, they don't care. It's about At you. All. They don't care, but you do. <laughs> so doing the things that you know will get you to feeling the best possible. So working out, eating well, all of that. Also, effectively communicating with your partner, your husband, that will allow you to be ready for the nighttime. So a lot of us are complaining about men. You didn't hug me all day, but now you're you ready to poke me. Now you want to... And it's like, how, now you want some ass. How you, how you, how you, how you thought I was just going to be this nasty, super ready, yeah. and you ignored me, you walked past me, I ain't, we ain't sexed in, like, years, you ain't brought no flowers Intimacy. home, you didn't help me. But, like, uh, and, and I say effectively communicating that. So not, oh, now you want some booty and you ain't. But, like, having the moments <laughs> that you are out on dinner and expressing it in a way that's like, baby, you know, I... I get so turned on at night. Like, I'm so ready for you when you have been affectionate towards me. You have been super kind to me. You helped me out. Oh, my God, this kitchen? You cleaned it up. Like, these are the things that get me hyped. So not 
communicating your desire when you are depleted, but communicating that. that desire when you're full, when you're on a date and you're feeling good because how we communicate is a big part. Mm -hmm. And then the last mm -hmm. thing is to go get your sexy back. A lot of us have given up on like lingerie and sexiness and we're going to be rated R for just one quick moment. Okay. I'm going to look away. So... <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I know personally for me, and this is just putting myself out there, hopefully this, a lot of people don't watch this, but uh, hopefully they do. <laughs> Actually, we rebuke that. <laughs> no, but uh, one of the things that has allowed me to like be okay with whatever I look like is doing it in the mirror. So getting used to seeing yourself mm. sexually. So that can be recording yourself. And watching yourself back, that hey, that's between you and your husband. Y'all talk about that. Yeah. Um, because wait, make sure those memory cards are girl. Listen. I cannot imagine this, TK. <laughs> watching myself. I know. I don't even watch my podcast. <laughs> you oh think I can watch myself have sex? Wow. Well, that's what I'm saying. Challenging yourself and doing it in the mirror. I'm gonna have to go to a class. So, like, with TK. listen, a lot of ladies are having this pitch black sex. Turn on them lights. And mm -hmm. I highly suggest LED lights. So it ain't just looking Damn. like regular room lights. <laughs> Hold up. I told y'all we were gonna get there. We're not having regular lights on. Like okay. These lights? This is no, we're the studio the, lights. The, the, uh, the orange that y'all seeing, the pink that you see, uh, make the room red, make the room blue, oh, okay. right? I like that. And then have you a couple mirrors in the corner and just poke up and look at yourself. And I think that you'll be able to realize one, how freaking beautiful you look while you're doing this. Yeah. And two, it will allow you to let go. Like I I know I look good. Let me let me me give you this daddy. I love that. So yeah, that's my uh wifey keep it spicy. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. That's, so that's good advice. <laughs> Are we recording ourselves? Girl, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> I have to have Kendrick stop watching this show. Because every episode you say something that I'm like, shit, Those now he's gonna have. be asking me. Those you all. Okay, how do you feel about doing it in the mirror? <sighs> Carmen? <laughs> no, I've never done it in the mirror, so I feel like I literally don't watch my own podcast because it does something. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh my god, cringe. I'm not opposed to it though. We talked about okay. this. Like, yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. opposed to. I'm trying to be wifey for lifey. Yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. not opposed to doing any things of these things. Except for things in my butt. That's my thing. Don't yeah. put it in my butt. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I'm <laughs> open. So I'm I'm cringing, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. It was super mm -hmm. cringe for me at first. Like. It would be like, look, I'm like, mm -mm. I don't have body. I don't have that, though. So yeah. I, I would probably do it because it would make me feel like yeah. more freak nasty that I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. trying to channel something. So maybe mm -hmm. for that reason. But for sure, girl, he didn't see me have babies. Yeah. Like, I'm not worried about what he thinks okay. about a titty hanging <laughs> or whatever. Okay, I'm not worried about that. A lot of women are, though. Yeah, no, a lot can, of women are super can, insecure about yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. She said, good in the mirror. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I just. I don't have that issue. So like, okay, Carmen, we do mm -hmm. ask our guests though for a wifey keeps it spicy. So sure. Ooh, yes. Oh yes. Take us out with your spicy wifey I, advice. I don't. I don't know if I have any. I. I know for me, what, what my husband really likes is me buying outfits. Okay. So I'll buy. I just got one in the mail the other day, and okay. I took it out and I show him, like in the beginning of the day. So mm. it all it arrived and I pulled it out and it was like this big and I'm like look what I got okay, this big. and okay, he's like what is that and I'm like it's an outfit he's like oh so you see the little smirk on his face or whatever he's like okay and I was like this is for later though yeah. and then you know later on you so put we on better the have a great day today right. to your point and, you better act right effectively today. communicating and, and so I think building the, the anticipation mm -hmm. is what makes it spicy. Um, 
So I think that's like my little trick. That's I like to, I like to bust that's out the outfits excellent. and you know dress up as a nurse or whatever whatever it is that. Okay, I'm so role like. play. Are you acting? role play? Yeah. Are you not taking it a step further? Like Sheesh. teacher, teacher, student with the little glasses. Like, yeah. Wow. So definitely keeping it spicy in that, that way. We like doing stuff like that. I love I, that. Love yeah. I think it's such a big point, like building it, because I think yeah. so for being married as long as I have been, like it's it can be routine. It's yes. like okay, kids are asleep. Time I know to what do position you're gonna do first. Yeah. You're, I personally exactly. don't have a problem with that. I like the routine. I kind of do. I'm a wham, bam, no, thank you, man type I of girl. Too, especially, I, I the, know you're going to make the things do what they yeah. need to do. I, right. Anyways, I know what this I is need. Going to I definitely yeah. don't need a 45-minute session at all. I'm not talking like, about that, girl. Give me, a, give me a four two five okay yeah. okay and i'm good and let's call it so no, i usually I, I it's not it. that much no, sexuality in the world no. and i'm sore what are y'all what? doing i don't know what's happening i mean maybe in the 20s i was doing stuff like that yeah 45? but i'm old now um i usually have nothing for wifey keeps it spicy however you inspired something yeah okay, so we were on vacation last week yeah and i was in the room he was outside on the balcony and i sent him a little text message with some emojis like some Ooh. come get it emoji period and y'all heard shit fall outside <laughs> He didn't drop stuff. Like, seriously, he's like, oh, damn, I ain't got too excited. And that just, that was like. You almost yeah. hurt that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. love that. So those little. Anticipation. That is those little anticipation. There's yeah. one other thing that I heard. I've never done it, but I'm going to try it. A couple that like has a shared folder where they put all of their like spicy photos and spicy videos. Okay. Like they just like they'll each drop other? it in like during mm. the day or throughout the week. They'll drop it in the folder and it'll it'll give you an alert. Ooh. Like somebody just dropped something in here. I and then it's like that. you in the mirror or whatever you're doing. But they have that. a shared folder as a as a couple. Oh, that's okay. so bomb. Yeah. I'm doing that. See, see yeah. y'all, wifey is keeping it spicy, so we can stay wifey for lifey. Y'all, bomb ass episode. I yes. already know that it was. We are already feel that it was but please let us yes. know in the comments if you enjoyed this conversation yeah now if you did enjoy this conversation you have two things to do this week because mm -hmm. you gotta go leave two reviews okay five star reviews for dear auntie mm -hmm. and wiped up now what and make sure that you subscribe to the youtube channel both of these amazing podcasts are grown woman tv originals as well as a whole lineup of other amazing shows so thank y'all for tuning in yeah. see y'all bye peace